0: Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. I'll talk more soon. I'm gonna fuck this up, right? Focus, take whatever it is you're making right now, and I'm telling you, we will see a Completely different the alright?
1: Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. I'll we'll talk more soon. <laughs> i do going Come We're going to do this. we that happen to do that we you going the importance of never quitting. What I mean by that is that you're gonna run into some people that have quit in life. Use those folks as an example for you, as not an example, as a reason, as a resource. Because when things get tough in your life, you're gonna wanna quit. And when you see the people, when you see the reaction to the people that have quit on certain things in their life, that is something that you need to be using as a resource for you, all right, I will actually before I even get into that, to all of my first-time listeners to the Move Swiftly podcast, welcome to the show, thank you for being here, I'm, I'm 100% sure you'll be back for more, because that's what happens on this show, to all my regular listeners, appreciate you tuning in as always. Now today's topic is all about not quitting, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, you hear that it's a very common phrase. Never quit. Don't quit. You know, just keep going. Winners never quit and quitters never win. All that shit, right? But what I want to talk to you guys about is the reaction to the people that have quit in life and how much uh, of a permanent stain it leaves in their their whole demeanor. All right, When, when I was a when I was a freshman, no, when I was going to be a freshman, I was an incoming freshman. I was going to be an incoming freshman at Carson Newman College. I grew up, for all of you guys who don't know, I grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland. I played football. And the after high school, I went to Carson Newman College in East Tennessee. And the reason I decided to go to this school is because I was, uh, was going to be a member of, I was not was going to be, I was a member of the football team. Now, Carson Newman College was not, it's not a big time program. It's a division two school. In fact, I mean, yes, yeah, a division two school, but it was something that I was very excited about because playing college football was is a rare thing and, you know, being at the playing for the high school in which I played for, I played at Good Council High School, which de- develops NFL prospects over and over, you know, tons of kids have gone to the NFL from my high school. Going to Carson Milman was a big deal because I played at Good Counsel before we became such a nationally known palace. So we were right on the brink of becoming a nationally, power, nationally known high school program. So yeah, I used to go to the LA Fitness all the time in Silver Spring and I used to just train and work out. I didn't have any teammates. I'd just go there. I believe I Wanted to say I used my mother's membership, or my mother had a membership, or something like that. I would go to LA Fitness a lot, and what's interesting is there had a time while I was in that stage in life during that time that I was at this LA Fitness and I saw a former teammate of mine that I played with when I was a kid. His name was Michael Smith. Shout out, Mike, Mike Smith. You know we were like brothers. You know as teammates and things like that. We lost touch after youth football was over. But, you know, no matter what, once a teammate, always a teammate. <laughs> and it's interesting because Mike, Mike was with this trainer. He was working out with his trainer, right? Mike was working out with his trainer. And as I was leaving, I guess Mike had told his trainer that I was going to Carson Newman College. And as I was leaving, I was just like, all right, Mike, I'll see you around, man. Good luck. I believe Mike actually ended up playing at Catholic University, which was a Division Three school out in D.C., and I, I went to say, I said, all right, Mike, I'll see you next time. You know, you know, good luck and all that. I was giving him all my pleasantries, dapping him up and all that stuff. And I looked at the trainer and the train Mike's trainer looked at me and said, ah, so you're going to Carson Newman, huh? And he looks at me, goes, oh, is uh, that uh, Coach Sparks? Is it Coach Sparks that's still there? And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's, that's Coach Sparks school, yeah. Like, I, the reason I was so excited is because no one ever knew, like, It was so hard to meet people, especially in that area that ever heard of Carson Newman College. So I was like, oh, man, all right, cool. That's what's up, you know. And I wanted to kind of chat him up a little bit about his experience at Carson Newman. Well, I mean, that's what he told me. He told me that he actually played at Carson Newman. And that's when I got really excited. I was like, oh, all right, cool, cool, cool. So how was it? There's that third, you know, I was like that wide-eyed freshman kid or a wide-eyed 18-year-old, and I'm like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to go there, Yada yeah yada. and he had this look on his face. Mike's trainer, I don't know, I never actually got his name, he had this look on his face of just shame, like, yeah, you know, I was there, you know, my freshman year, and that's it. You know, his energy wasn't where it was. And, and it, it taught me something. It taught me, I don't know this guy outside of that one conversation, but just the look on his face, Made me realize, man, he must have been someone that went his freshman year, quit playing football, never went back, came and worked as a trainer. Now, again, I'm not the one to judge and things like that, but that's what I felt. I felt that on his demeanor that went to school his freshman year and he quit because it got too tough. And teammates, let me tell you, his demeanor, you see the vibe and the energy that he gave off. Now, uh, fast forward a year later, when I was virtually in a similar situation, I left Carson Newman, not because it was too tough, but I had torn my ACL and I wanted to transfer to Stony Brook. I wanted to transfer to a Division I school. If you're a regular listener, you know the story. I went from Carson Newman, I tore my ACL, trained at a, I worked at a gym, and then I went and played at Stony Brook University. So during that year between me me tear my And then that process of me going from Carson Newman to Stony Brook, I worked at a gym. It wasn't LA fitness, but it was a similar situation as this guy that I met as Mike's trainer. Right. And I could have easily, easily said, fuck it, yo, I'm not going back and play football. I'm going to just make some money. here as a trainer. There were people that were, I was working with trainers that was making six figures that was making a good deal of money and I could have just said, "Look, I'm gonna, I'm never gonna go back and play football." However, what was in the back of my mind, what was planted right here, on my in my skull, was the guy's face at LA Fitness, that look of shame, that look where it was like, ah, yeah, I, I just, I, I couldn't, be, I couldn't let it go. In fact, there was actually another situation, and you, if you guys are a regular listener, or if you're not a regular listener. Go back and listen to the episode titled Business Mentorship 101 with Omar. Because this is when I met, this was around the time in which I met Omar Powell. And he is a former, was a former pro app, pro football player. He actually played arena football. And even he, his freshman year, he went to Western Michigan, which was a, a, a great opportunity. And there would be times where he and I'd be working out and he would say it bluntly. I should have stayed. I should have stuck with it after that freshman year. In fact, there was one time we were working out with another football player, and he was talking about one of his friends. He was like, yeah, man, my man going to leave because he don't like his freshman year. He didn't like it his freshman year. And Omar Emilio goes, man, I, I, if there was one if, if there was one person, if I can show you one person that was happy their freshman year, I'll give you $100 right here on the spot. Because no one liked their, that, that line kind of stuck out there's no one like their freshman year but the question is the question is are you gonna quit or are you gonna stick through it because this equate this equates so much in this 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 topic and what we're talking about when it comes to quitting it is it is such a parallel between the the world we live in now where as soon as you don't like something as soon as the there, there's some uncomfort you go run and run and hide you go block someone's account. Or you go hide behind your comfort in a comfort zone you just decide okay I'm gonna quote unquote quote ghost this person without any repercussions you just don't give a shit anymore because you could just run and hide nowadays and I'm, I'm telling you I'm telling you the regret and the shame that you're gonna have the vibe and the energy you're gonna give off is just like this guy who who was at LA fitness that I met You will not be an influential member to society. And that is the reason you listen to this show. All right, straight up. Again, like I always tell you guys, if you don't want to be successful, you don't want to be an influential member of society, go, not going to think any less of you, turn the show off right now and go find something else to listen to. All right. However, for the folks who do want to be successful, for the folks who do want to make it, for the folks who are here every week, taking in this gem, showing up, taking in these gems, showing up and putting in this work, get ready because there are going to be some situations in life in which you want to quit, but go back. Really go back and listen and think and watch and observe people and realize their energy when they quit and take a lesson. So when, when, when my guy at LA Fitness or even Omar would, would kind of allude to, man, that, that freshman year, I shouldn't have quit, that's what kept me going. All right, understand how difficult it was to for me to do what I did. I went to a division 2. I was a athletically I was a division 10 athlete, guys. I was not a highly sought after prospect. My grades, I ended with a 2.2 grade point average in high school. And I was only I was a played one position on the football field. That is not Nick for a highly sought after recruit. So I went division 2 for that reason. Not only did I go division two, but I tore my ACL. Nine months of surgery. I mean, not nine months of surgery, one nine months of rehab, which I couldn't move on it, couldn't run, couldn't play ball, wasn't it wasn't nearly where I was before the injury. People don't go division one after that. What they do is they work at the gym that I was at and they just stay there and you know that freshman year in college, whatever. They just make some money, money starts coming in and forget it. You know, never go back. However, again, I was around those kinds of trainers that quit that freshman year, and that look just f- spoke to me. And I'll close with this story: when I once I finally got to Stony Brook, this is where I graduated from Stony Brook University, and I played football there. There was a I, I overheard one of my teammates. There apparently there was a a great running back who used to play for Stony Brook University. His name was Philip Mayberry. Now I I, re, I remember the reason I kind of heard my I remember this story was because. Leading up to me being at Stony Brook, I was very, I did a lot of research on the school. I was on the school's website at least three to four times a day, you know, checking up the updates, you know, who was this, who was the kind of guys I needed to be competing with. You know, I was really into it and making sure I was doing what I needed to do to get to walk on, right? And the name Philip Mayberry kind of came up. I was like, you know, looking through the clips, and I saw, okay, he might be an integral part of the team and things of that nature. And his face was on, you know, there was social media back. This was Facebook time, and I, I I recognized his face and things like that, whatever it was. So, and I overheard my teammate talking. My teammates talking. It was one day of practice when I was. This is when I was in Stony Brook, and I looked up in the stands. And I recognized that face, Philip Mayberry. Now, again, I've never, never met him, never had a conversation with him. Only thing I know about him is what is what I know about Stony Brook University which is based on what I was researching about Stony Brook. And uh, the teammate in which was who was talking about him because he was at practice and he was just watching practice. He he was talking about Philip and he was like, "Philip, man, he was gonna be a great running back," and he just quit. It was, it was the worst decision that he's ever made. And, I mean, my, listen, the guy went in. I can't even remember which teammate it was. The name, is, name completely slipped out of my mind, slipped out of my head. And I can remember the disgust that he had as he was talking about that story. He was like, yeah, it was the worst decision he ever made. He wishes that he, he stayed playing ball. I mean, you know, and again, for you guys who don't know or aren't familiar with Stony Brook University, there's a ton of running backs. And he was one of the running backs who apparently, I guess, they saw competition and he transferred or he didn't want to be there. Whatever the reason was, he quit. All right. And I, as as I was hearing him tell that story and I looked up at the stands and I saw Phil Mayberry's face as we were practicing, you saw, I saw that same look I saw the LA Fitness trainer just that look of shame and regret to know that you quit on something. And it, it, it kind of takes me back to the scene of one of my favorite sports movies with Derek Luke, starring Derek Luke. It was titled glory road. It was, there was the Western Michigan, I believe it was the Western tech West Texas basketball team. I believe that was it. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, the West El Paso, Texas basketball team. And this was when they went undefeated and it was multiple black. They, they were talking about not talking, They were telling the story of the Western Texas basketball team, all black players who went and won the NCAA championship. Just check it out. Google glory road. Great, great movie. All right. And the star point guard was played by Derek Luke and Derek Luke was talking about how he's going to quit his freshman year because it was tough. And the coach, I, I mean, the, the actor's name completely slipped out of my head, who played the coach, he said to him, he goes, what? You going to quit? If you quit now, you quit every single day of your life. And I echo that advice to every last one of you guys listening, listening in. All right? I get it. Trust me, listen to me. There have been so many times in which I want to quit. So many people who have flaked on me, so many people who have lied, so many people who have have taken me for granted, so many people who have used me. And as soon as they were done with me, never talked to me again. I mean, all of the love and love that I used to get when I was a trainer at nine round, none of those people, I don't communicate with any of those people anymore. It is a difficult world when you're out there striving to be great every day and it is incredibly easy to quit but I hold on the way I keep going, the way I keep fighting, the way I keep pushing, the way I keep just grinding is because I go back to and I memorize I I think about all of the people that I've met in the past who have quit and I think about how much they regret it I think about how detrimental it is to their psyche, how tough it is on them to really face themselves, how tough it must be for them to really face themselves in the mirror. And just that alone is enough for me. And I'm sure I'm 100% sure to be enough for you. Before you think about quitting, before you think about quitting, when things get tough, just look around the world, look around the world and and look at all the people who have quit in the past on their dreams and things like that. And ask yourself, do I want to be that? And I'm I'm sure the answer is going to be no. The answer is going to be no. There's going to be hell no. (laughs) I don't want to give off that vibe. I don't want to be around a group of kids and, and give off this energy in which I gave up and not give up positive energy. All right? So whatever it is you're going after, simply hold on to my voice. Hold on to do whatever you have to do. Do not quit on it. Do not quit on it. Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more
0: soon. All that other stuff's just insecurity. The great players make simple, basic, easy plays. Showboating, just nothing but insecurity. He didn't want us playing our game? Why'd he bring us out here? Man, I'm sick of him riding my butt. I don't need this, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you do. The same basketball. You're killing us. Well, from where I'm standing, you don't got much to bargain with. What? You won't quit? You want to quit? You quit right now, you quit every day the rest of your life. In to the toilet, then flush it. My last dance be a stance of a general custard. I hot dog cause I can, I got the cheese and mustard. I got the stats of a hall of fame. In on just two records, that's why I'm back up at the Super Bowl. With Julius Peppers, I got that can't stop, won't stop in my veins. That's why they can't stop, won't stop screaming the name. Nelly, Nelly. Go tell a friend to tell a friend. I'ma keep the same grin whether I lose or win. Up or down ten, I'ma fight to the end. Let's go Ain't no way they can stop me now Daddy, cause I'm on my way I can feel my ring coming It's the blood of a champion i deep inside my veins Too much pride to be running I'ma get what I can and more Even if my blood, my sweat and my tears don't mean nothing It's the heart of a champion Same. I'm shooting out for my rain with Peyton Manning can they, they stop me from scoring, so they results are just hacking. So that's three of us now, nah. me, AI, and Shacken. Come and look to the eyes, I say. Cover man with more heart than hard mark on Valentine's Day. I'm the one that you've been raving about, like Ray Lewis. I think it's hard to go to change your route, cause you don't know if I'm blitzing or if I'm sitting there eating, waiting for you. Telling the surface, so now it's curtains and drapes on anybody who hates, disliking what I'm reciting, biting what I've been writing. Fighting, scratching, and going on every height Trying to make you remember me like you remember the titans Cause I'm a warrior My daddy was a soldier Vietnam, belly dirty, I thought I told you I'm supposed to whip up your tongue and test the roasters like Folgers, mate I'm young, black, and rich As good as it gets, and giving your point guard fits you think he the same pressure, but he ain't seen Oh Hang on no where they can, no Hang on no where they can, no Hang no Hang they can, no way they can stop me now Cause I'm on my way I can feel my brain coming It's the blood of a champion Deep inside my veins There's pride to be running I'ma give what I can and more Even if my blood, my sweat And my tears don't mean nothing It's the heart of a champion